Father, Lord, I come humble before your presence, Lord. Thank you for this wonderful day, Lord. I appreciate you for your goodness and your mercy, Lord. Truly, there's no one more kinder or, or better than you, Lord God. And I thank you for showing us, Lord, that you are, are almighty, Lord, and that you are good, Lord. That you are good to your people, Lord, and you are good to all mankind, Lord God. Hallelujah, Father. Father, Lord, I ask that you continue to use your people, Lord. Strengthen them in this day and this hour, God. Let them be encouraged, God, by the Holy Spirit, Lord, that's living on the inside of them, Lord. I thank you for the vessel. I thank you for your spirit, Lord God. And for because because you are that river lord that river of life god and we just want to praise you today lord and we rejoice in you lord father let your word lord open up and manifest itself on the inside of us lord so that we can know lord hallelujah that we are your children lord god father reveal the tactics lord of the enemy lord so that we can become stronger lord god for, and that we can be encouraged lord and stand in the bonus lord of your will father i ask that you hear the doors father and them that hear your word lord god bless them in every way in jesus name amen the title of the message is a fever that tries to attack the body reading from saint luke the fourth chapter the 37th verse and the 39th through the 39th verse it said, and a fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. And he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. Hallelujah. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever, and they besought him for her. Hallelujah. It was talking about the ministry of Jesus that a great fame went out about Jesus in every country round about. How he cast out demons and how he spoke the words is like words the men have never heard before. He spoke with such authority and such power how the miracles and the healing had taken place in the ministry inside the church. It said that he arose out of the synagogue after the end of the ministry, hallelujah. And Simon's wife, mother, was taken with a great fever. This one, no, just one little fever, hallelujah. But the Bible said it was a great fever, hallelujah. And they besought him for her, hallelujah. And one particular scripture in the Bible is she wasn't operating in a normal function of her body. Hallelujah. She was laying flat back. And that's one of the situations that the devil trying to get God's people is trying to put them out of commission and cause them to put down their calling. It don't make no difference if they were a preacher or a teacher or a prophet or apostle or evangelist or a pastor. He's trying to make people 
to put down the position, even as a prayer leader, hallelujah, or uh, my God, even a song leader, trying to make them put down the office, even a deacon, trying to make them put down the office, amen, and make them unusable in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So he's infected Simon's mother-in-law. He infected her until she was laid sick, laid out on a bed where she couldn't move, paralyzed, hallelujah, from her duty. Hallelujah. But the Bible said that the disciples besought it. In other words, they asked Jesus. They requested Jesus. Amen. They entreated Jesus. They besieged, or, or some say that uh, they... They begged Jesus, amen, to do something for her. And one other scripture said they are now. In other words, they asked Jesus. As soon as they came in, they asked Jesus immediately. They asked Jesus at once. They asked Jesus straightway, hallelujah, to heal her body. And a lot of times when the saints go through situations, there are some things that we need to pray for immediately. Hallelujah. We need to pray for immediately because it will become a fever in our spirit. It will become a fever, information in our soul. And it will continue to burn and burn and catch fire and become stronger and stronger and manifest itself in different areas in our life. Hallelujah. Even when we even go to church, we go through situations, especially if we're new, uh, especially if we've been there uh, for a while. We may go through situations and circumstances where a person can develop hurt on the inside of them. And sometimes people ex experience hurt and even on the outside of the church. Amen. And, our, and they let that hurt judge their decision and what they're going to do, amen, in life, or what they're going to do, amen, inside the church. And sometimes those decisions won't be the right decisions. Sometimes those decisions won't be the right judgment. Sometimes those decisions of that work won't be performed in the right manner that God asks people to do that. To do them because when a person hurt, amen, instead of speaking unto the rock, hallelujah, they hit the rock, hallelujah, too many times, amen, and get God upset. But we are living in a time where we need to besiege Jesus. We need to talk to Jesus. We need to pray to Jesus and ask him to deliver us from that hurt immediately so that he won't catch on and become a fever and so that we won't judge our brother and our sister, hallelujah, in a wrong perspective as in God's kingdom. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the 39th verse, it says that, and he stood, talking about Jesus, and he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her, and immediately she arose and ministered 
unto them. And Jesus will move that quickly. Hallelujah. I say Jesus will move that quickly. And hurt, especially it's a seed that the enemy had planted, a trickery, a deceitful seed that the enemy had planted, not only in the eyes, but it went through the eyes first and entered into the heart. Amen. And transform the heart. Amen. Slowly by slowly. It's a seed that the enemy put inside of them if they are accepted and allowed it to take forth and begin to grow. Not in the, in the emotion, but let it grow in everyday living in their lives. Hallelujah. Where they won't go through circumstances. They won't go through trials. Amen. Our persecution. Our tribulation. Amen. In the right perspective manner. Where God ordained them to go through. So they can go through forth as silver and pure gold. Hallelujah. Let's thank you Jesus. And one particular. This scripture said that Jesus rebuked. When one disciple saw Jesus, the Bible said that he took her by the hand. I don't know if he walked in late. Hallelujah. This is, but the Bible said he saw where he, Jesus took her by the hand. I'm going to let you know when we go through life circumstances. And we don't do it by the way that the Lord say do. Hallelujah. And, and and don't uh, trust God in every area of our life. What, what did you mean, preacher, trust God in every area of your life? Hallelujah. When I'm feeling down, or when I feel that the enemy wants to take dominion, or trying to put something in the pathway, I tell the Lord about it. That's right. I tell Jesus everything. I tell, I tell him when I get disencouraged. I say, Lord, I need some encouragement. Five, ten, fifteen minutes. He stirred my spirit. And I'm encouraged to go forth all day long in the boldness and the joy rejoicing in the Lord. Because there is joy in salvation. Hallelujah. There's deliverance in salvation. And we have to speak to the Lord immediately and let him know how we feel and, and let him take care of that situation before that fig tree becomes a mountain. Hallelujah. But anyway, the devil trying to get some kind of small device or some kind of small infection, amen, in order to destroy the same, trying to make it small at first, an infection, you know, sometimes an infection comes through a cut, you know, sometimes a hurt can become a cut, but if we don't never deal with that cut, amen, it begins to set in different other symptoms uh, of infection from one stage to the next stage. So, uh, what you wonder what I'm talking about? Okay, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example going through my notes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. All right. So 
we may go through the hurt stage first. The next thing you know, pride may set in. Hallelujah. You know, when you, and then just go through the hurt stage. The hurt stage may start off as a win. We can feel win when it comes come through, you know, you know, a hurt state we is a fever. We can feel it. We we know when we hurt. We can feel. We can feel disappointed. We can feel mistreated. We can feel hallelujah used and uh we can feel you know just down, you know, depression, hallelujah, oppression. We can feel these things, hallelujah. But if we let that win becomes a wave, transform itself to a wave, it becomes pride. And one thing about pride, hallelujah, we think that nobody care about us. We we, we want, I'm just going to take care of myself. Hallelujah. Uh, we, 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 might, we might even say that I'm just going to worry about me and my family. God tell me to bless somebody else. And this is what we're saying in our action. Hallelujah. I'm just going to take care of me and my family. They're going to, they're going to have to get it for themselves. <laughs> Hallelujah. And one thing about pride, you only think about your own self. And not only that, about pride, you, you refuse to pray. You refuse to go before the Lord. You refuse to ask the Lord for guidance. You refuse to ask the Lord for help. You refuse to ask the Lord to teach you how to be strong, teach you how to go through situations. You refuse to ask God to, to show you that open door for, for where you can walk in because you got your confidence in yourself. That was pride. You're thinking about your own self. You refuse to pray. That's a fever. Thinking about your own self. You refuse to become humble. If my people will pray, come before the Lord, and humble themselves. My people will pray, humble themselves, and seek my face. Fellowship, fellowship. Not my hand, my face. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Speak, seek my face. Most people only want God hand. Yes, Lord, give me that miracle. Yes, Lord, give me that hand. Talking about pride now. And thinking about yourself. Yes, Lord, heal my body, Lord. Not thinking about nobody else but your own self. Hallelujah. When God put the kingdom on, on the inside of, of the inner, he not only loved himself, but he loved his brother as himself. He loved the saints of God as himself. He loved those that's now saved as himself because he believed and he see what God can make them. Hallelujah, Jesus. How do they go through a situation how to, with people or with their job or with the world? How do they forgive? Pride will not let you forgive. It won't let you pray. It won't let you humble yourself. It will not let you forgive nobody, regardless of what you go through. Then the next thing you know, you're going to start feeling some anger up towards that person. And you're going to start seeing everybody, amen, in the same 
situation or as, as that individual or as that church, amen, that you went to in the past, you're going to see all churches the same. You're going to see all preachers the same. You're going to see all saints the same. How did you, and you're not going to have a clear picture, amen. You're not going to have a clear vision, amen, because you let infection grow from hurt to pride, to anger, the next thing you know, there's bitterness, then there's envy, then there's strife and jealousy, the next thing you know, there's hatred. Hallelujah. Let's talk about jealousy a little bit. There's hatred and jealousy. You're jealous because God did something for that individual who you despise. You, and, and you develop hatred but whenever you see him. The next thing you know, information keep growing and growing and growing. And you want to murder somebody. You want to talk about somebody, hallelujah, like they worthless. Uh, what the Bible say about Raka? Worthless, hallelujah. You don't see them as anything. You want to call them you know that F-O-O-L word. You want to call them a fool. Hallelujah. Because they serve the Lord. Because they trust in the Lord. And you want to say that it don't take all that. But I'm going to let you know pride. Hallelujah, Jesus. Pride will cause you to fail before the time. And one thing about pride, it will make you in the, this, this fever and this inf this infection, this information, this fever that you feel, it will make you irritable. Hallelujah. Especially if you're in church, somebody hurt you in church, or, or you misunderstood the pastor, or, and the pastor be trying to speak to you, and you just want to accept that you were wrong. Hallelujah. You don't want to accept that you were wrong, and it makes you feel belittled in front of all the saints, because what you did was in front of all the saints, and... And the pastor had the right to correct the house of the Lord since you did it in the open. Just like Ananias and what's that, Sophias, they lied in hallelujah. They did it in the open and the Lord took care of it in the open. But your circumstances were way less than that. But you did it in the open and you couldn't accept chastisement. You couldn't accept chastisement. You couldn't accept hallelujah, amen. Uh, you didn't want to hurt your brother or your sister after the situation, after the pastor, amen, trying to show you the right way to go. Hallelujah. You feel irritable, amen. You don't feel like it, hallelujah, amen. You feel irritable even when he asks you to, to after the situation, he asks you, won't you uh, give, lead us in prayer, amen. Lead, lead the saints in prayer today, amen. And you refuse to, to do it because you don't feel like it. Pastor, call somebody else. Hallelujah. That's irritableness. That's a fever that you feel that you let settle down that will stop you from doing the will of God that somebody can be blessed and delivered and healed. In and another type is of a fever uh, where we go through is muscles ache. Hallelujah. One thing about muscles, you don't like doing nothing. You know, you hate when you when you begin to operate inside the church because you've been hurt, then turn to irritableness. Hallelujah. The next thing you know you got muscle ache. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Just to operate inside the church. You sick and tired of, of, of the pastor calling. This is just an example. You sick and tired of the pastor calling you. You sick and tired of somebody asking you to help them. Amen. The end of the fix a situation. To help them out work in a situation. That ain't my calling. When we are saved and sanctified and 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 and, and and holy before in, in the eyesight of God. Now he developed a love on the inside of us that we are willing to do any office inside the church. It don't make no difference it's a, if it's a deacon office. We'll be glad to, to cut the hedges. We'll be glad to mow the yard. We'll be glad, hallelujah, amen, to lead prayer service. We'll be glad, to, amen, to operate in, in the teachings part of the service, to, to be an evangelist, our pastor, our, our teacher, our prophet, our, our apostle. We'll be glad to do those duties. We won't hate to do those duties because somebody hate us or say something against us. That's why when we go through these situations and when we feel this fever, when we feel that wind or that wave or, or even that fire or that river or that ocean trying to overtake us, when we begin to feel these things, hallelujah, all our Focus should be on that one person that's walking on that river, that's walking, and that is that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Because He is the joy and the strength of our life. Because He is the joy of salvation. Because He is the power of the gospel that we preach. Because He is the anointing that we use that, that He used to carry us, amen, to go forth in him, hallelujah, Jesus, and we shouldn't have no muscle ache, hallelujah, when we trusting in the Lord, we shouldn't have no irritableness when we trusting in the Lord, and we shouldn't have no weakness when we trusting in the Lord, weakness, you know one thing about weakness, hallelujah, in the church, and, and having a fever, it's when you fall out of fellowship with God. That's when you totally hallelujah. That's when you totally won't even pray unto the Lord. That was, I guess that, that pride spirit kind of run with that. That's when you refuse to dedicate oneself unto the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Then the next thing you know, we have difficult breathing. We have difficult breathing. So whenever the word come forth, hallelujah, when, we, when the word come forth, we have a hard time receiving that word from God. And we won't look at it as it's coming from God. We won't look at it as it's coming from God. We can we think that it's coming from man. Uh, somebody told the pastor, no. one told the evangelist. No. That's what we say. Uh, you just hallelujah, and and we get upset when God brings the darkness or the evil work unto the light, and we have a hard time 
breathing, difficulty of breathing the word of God so we can receive the peace and the encouragement of God to stand in the boldness to go forth in the name of the Lord. And another thing that the going through this fever thing, there's a we had difficulty, one of the symptoms, we had difficulty in concentrating, making right decisions and good judgment. Hallelujah. Making right decision for the kingdom of God and good judgment. Hallelujah. We do, some people, forgive me, Father, some people do not mind seeing other folks hurt. Hallelujah. No, I don't want to see, I do not want to see the devil prosper. I'm telling you the truth. I do not pray that the devil will prosper, a uh, prosperity come on the, on the devil just because he gave. Uh, for he can do more evil with the, when God bless. No, prosperity belongs to the children of God. We're making right decision. Hallelujah. You're going to have the mind of Christ. And you're going to have the eyes of Christ. Jesus said in St. John, the third chapter, when you're born again, you're going to see the kingdom of God. Everything, what God is trying to do, what God planned out, you're going to see it. That's the way God worked it out. When you first be born again, you want, you, you'll see how God is working in, in certain eras, how God using this person in certain era, hallelujah, and, and what God is doing for those individuals, how God, what God is doing. Do, we're doing the work and deliver how God is using someone else and someone else and someone else. You see the, the kingdom of God. You see the purpose and the will of God, what God is doing. Hallelujah. In that hour. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But a lot of times when you, hallelujah, when you listen to the devil, you know, when you when you let that infection set in your ear and, and set in your eyes and next thing you know it's setting in your eye, in your heart, hallelujah. It'd be just like that uh serpent and talking to Eve in that in that garden. Hallelujah. He tried to make her think that God was trying to trick her, amen, <laughs> out of something. Amen. In other words, he was saying, you, you be just like God. You're no good and evil, just like God. Hallelujah. But, you know, he didn't tell her the consequences of that, of what he was dealing with her, which she was deceived. She was deceived. She allowed deceitful trickery come inside of her. That lie come inside of her. Through her ears and through her eyes and through her heart. And she let that pride, there's another root, uh, another stage of pride, set in. Just like what the devil did. And a lot of times when pride set in, it's when the individual in the spiritual level try to set their throne above God. And a lot, you know, you ever seen people uh, got no respect for God? I ain't going to name, name, give no name. Got no respect for God. They won't have no respect for God. Hallelujah. Regardless of what God is doing. Hallelujah. They will 
curse in front of you, blow smoke in front of you, pour pour alcohol on your shoes and point a gun at you, pour alcohol on your car, throw eggs at your car, tissue roll the trees, hallelujah, hallelujah, just trying to encourage, disencourage you, so that infection will set inside your heart, amen, so that you'll be disencouraged to stand up in the boldness of the Lord. So, how do, so, just like the devil was using the ears and the eyes, he knew that God was using the same way when he talked to an individual. When God talked to me, he used my eyes, my ears, and my heart, and he ex hallelujah, and, and, and he speak to me and, and explain things to me at the same time while he's speaking to me. But when we are hurting, when we are hurting, it's hard to make the right decision. That's why the Bible said that if any are sick among you, you know, a lot of times hurt can bring sickness. Sometimes it can bring a, a unemotional balance within oneself. It can be a, a mental balance. It can be a, a soul uh, being on the inside of an individual where they make the wrong decisions how to, so that it can affect their body and bring worry, bring anxiety attacks. It can bring sickness, heart attacks. Hallelujah. I'm talking about this hurt, that the, the avenue that the devil used, the infection to bring a fever. Hallelujah. A fever that tries to attack the Bible. I mean, the, the, the body. Amen. A fever that trying to attack the body, the body of Christ, and Christ is the head of the body. The devil can attack just one member. If he can attack just one member, and tell that member, hallelujah, and tell that member that we don't need your office anymore. We don't need you to teach anymore. We don't want prayer service anymore. We don't need song service anymore. Hallelujah. Uh, we don't need nobody to go out on the evangelist field. Hallelujah. And win souls anymore. We need to just take care of our own. If that devil can just put the infection inside of one person and stop that individual, uh, that one body, Hallelujah, and disencourage them. Hallelujah, he can uh, bring a, some kind of open door where he can come inside the church. Amen. Amen. He may try to infect the, the pastor. He may try to infect the apostle or the prophet or the teacher. Amen. He may try to infect the evangelist. If he can put infection just in one member, amen. So wherever that office represents deliverance for the people, hallelujah, not only on the inside the church, but on the outside the church, he can crawl in his slivery foot, amen, and begin to start setting sickness on the inside the church. He started by using uh, rumors, then he started by using misinterpreting scriptures, then he started by, uh, amen, start putting ideals, uh, 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 amen, 
uh, 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 people thoughts uh, of an individual and they don't even be thinking about them uh, inside of their head uh, some kind of infection and think that trying to tell that they're trying to belittle you let me tell you something about that if you know and if you listen to that in other words he's trying to build up that spirit of pride <laughs> when he say he's trying to belittle you you got to look at what he what he's doing he's trying to bring up that spirit of pride the next thing you know you're gonna be start doing things in your power you're gonna start doing things in your might and you become infection and you begin to even circumstances you begin to amen miss out on God so we got hurt we got pride anger bitterness envy strife jealousy hatred we feel all these things if we pay attention that's why we need to pay attention even when we pray unto the Lord Amen. We can tell when God is uh, accepting our prayers. Amen. He even would tell us what to say in prayers. Amen. Exactly what word he want us to say in prayer. Amen. He even show us, amen, when our prayer and our praises is acceptable unto, unto him. We don't just do it just to do it. Amen. We don't just pray it. Uh, 15 minutes or hour just to do it but we do it to have fellowship we expect God we enjoy God we get help by his spirit we pray in his spirit how do we worship him in his spirit in spirit and truth and we allow his spirit to transform transform us hallelujah into that greater light amen into this dying generation for we are a light amen for we are a city that's set on a hill in other words everybody notice that light but when you begin to have this bitterness we, we can feel bitterness we pay attention and envy and strife and jealousy and hatred how did it, that information once we begin to start feeling that we that light begin to start dimming then we can sing that famous song. This little light of mine. You belittling God because of the lifestyle that you live. And that song fit an individual per perfect if they have a, a little light. And you can sing that other song. Pass me not to say, hey, here. Okay. Jesus is living on the inside of you. And then he said, Jesus also is that, said that his father will abode, will live also on the inside of you. And if he just keep passing you by, uh, that's a really deeper, deeper message. He's living on the inside of you, but you say, pass me not. Pass me not. Holly, he said, I would never leave you or forsake you but I guarantee I know the Bible says that his spirit won't always strive with man he ain't gonna strive with you while you practicing and committing sin time after time 
Then just keep saying, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, and have all about doing what you're doing. That's a pig swallowing in its mud. That's a it's that's really worse than the dog returning back to its vomit. Vomit. All right, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. But because of situations and trials and, and people and storms in life, uh uh one well, what I mean storms in life. Storms that the enemy enemy put before an individual, hallelujah. We we don't make the right decision. We don't have the right concentration on the Lord. We won't even focus on the Lord. We make the wrong decision, the wrong judgment. Next thing you know, we start blaming God. But the Bible said that it's the devil that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And a lot of times where people get in situation after they get saved, I ask that you hear me closely. And a lot of times people get in situations that they get saved. Uh, you know, when they get sin, you know, a lot of people allow that to come in. After so, you know, maybe a three, six months, a year, they was doing fine. Then they start listening to that infection through the ears. The next thing you know, they start listening to that infection. They see with the eyes, they start covering it with the eyes, you know. Then they enter into the heart. It enter into the heart. The next thing you know, it starts entering into the soul. Hallelujah. And next thing you know, they have wrong judgment. And they start preaching a, a different gospel. And there's no signs of deliverance. There's no power. There's no presence of the of God for deliverance and people still remain in the same situation hallelujah as when they came into the church hallelujah I remember one scripture right now it said after the third day he will revive restore he will restore he will revive us you know I can God word works it continually changed. It works from one level to the next level to the next level. When God said, let there be light, hallelujah. Yes, there was a sun. Yes, there was a moon. But it went from that level unto stars. Then went to then it went to universe. It can it's still going on. They say the nice galaxy. That is still going on, scientists say. How do you, so the word of God never, never stops. And when God placed his spirit, you know, everybody, uh, God, everybody know that God is holy. Everybody know that God is pure. And everybody know that everything about God is clean and righteous. And they, we, We've been told that he washes white as snow. And then we listen to the devil. Some people listen to the devil. And, and they say, uh, ain't nobody perfect. That means mature. That perfect in the Bible means mature. 
the perfect of the world means is a different thing, but the word in the Bible means mature. But yet still, people like to use that world uh, dictionary definition of perfect. Hallelujah. But nobody want to use the mature part in God. Hallelujah. But God, when God does something, when he wash a person's heart and a person's spirit and soul, the Bible say he washed them white as snow. Then he clothed them in there in his righteousness. He clothed them in his righteousness. Someone said that we have his DNA. In other words, we have the spirit of God living on the inside of us. And one particular scripture said that bitter and sweet water shouldn't come out of the same fountain. So we're supposed to be clean. We're supposed to be pure and holy as unto the Lord. So the same way that God is, he made us into his image. That same spirit that God got, he placed it on the inside of us, yet and still we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principality, against spirit and evil wickedness. That don't mean that it controls our mind and our heart, and, and that don't mean that we walk in lust and walk in deceit or, or lies or anything like that. It, it means that we see the devil tactic, but if you decide and allow that evil spirit, amen, of lust, of lying, and stealing, committing adultery, and fornication, and all this other evil work, enter, you have to allow to enter into you, and it infects you to change you from that clear <laughs> that clean, pure, white as snow salvation into some kind of dark, corrupt, evil creation. Hallelujah. So what God does when he saves an individual, he does it good. When he saves an individual and changes them, he does it good. But when man decides that he want to do this, or he want to do that, or He's tempted by the devil, or he allowed it to become a temptation. First, it becomes an appearance. He'll see it, what the devil attacked it. The next thing you know, if he, if he even desire, uh, if he don't ask God immediately not to let that set forth in his heart, amen, it can become infection, and infant become a fever, and it burns like a fever instead of the uh, of, of the Holy Ghost and fire burning inside of them, cleansing all wickedness and evil on the inside of them. They let that information of the devil and of the world corrupt them. So when God saves somebody and washes them pure as snow, he does it good. Don't you remember that scripture where Jesus said that, hallelujah, that there was a, there was a man that he was cleansed. The Bible said he was clean. He was cleansed. And when the demons came back, he saw that the man was clean. You know, sometimes when old habits are, are just come back and take a look at you, they see that you're clean. So when they see that you ain't doing nothing at all, even though you are clean, they see that you ain't doing nothing at all. 
Well, I guess you stopped coming to church to, to hear from the Lord for the word to change you. Or you won't even read the word of God. Hallelujah. You want to take no part of the service of the Lord. Amen. For you become even stronger and more encouraged in the Lord and the things of God. Hallelujah. Pertaining the kingdom of God. So when the enemy see that you ain't doing nothing, the Bible say that he came back with seven more. So that's eight of them. He came back with seven more. So hallelujah. Instead of them. Uh-uh. Okay. Thank you, Father. Came back with seven more. So you're doing seven more things that you never did before. Hardly because you refuse to allow God to come in and continue to go clean and wash you through and through. But you decide to let those situations in life hurt you and deceive you so that you can't go through persecution. So that you can't go uh tribulation or uh, you can't go through trials and circumstances when you feel the wind or, or when you feel the wave but you become unsettled instead of have a, a, sta a stable foundation that solid rock hallelujah you got some kind of sand under you and when trials and storms come you sink under but we don't supposed to let these situations phase us Amen. Even though we see the giant, even though we see the giant or we see the mountain, hallelujah, we ain't going to let that face us. But we need to see the, uh, amen, our Lord and our God that's in front of the giant. See, the giant is behind the Lord. <laughs> that mountain is behind the Lord because we are focusing on the Lord because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we don't have our hatred anymore. And then when we and we don't have to let that thing take course, even a greater fever, it becomes a burning of that we desire to murder our brother or to murder somebody for real. Hallelujah. Because we are offended. Offending means cause to stumble. I mean, because we are offended in that individual because they are doing something for the Lord. Hallelujah. Even Jesus told uh, John the Baptist's disciples, Hallelujah. Blessed are they that are not offended in the Son of Man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you remember even John and James when they saw that man I mean, casting out demons? Amen. And they rebuked him. The Bible said in one scripture, they rebuked that man, told him not to do it again. Hallelujah. And when he came up to Jesus, said, Lord, we saw somebody casting out demons in your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This might be another stage of pride. Hallelujah. Only, okay. Only our denomination or only our church or how are you supposed to be doing this? Who told you to do this? Uh, by what authority or what power told you to do this? Hallelujah. But they said, Jesus, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. I don't know if they said that he wasn't none of the 12 of us. Uh, I didn't see him with the 70. Hallelujah. But I haven't seen him before, but he was casting out demons in your name, and I told him, hallelujah. But anyway, pride would cause, cause another person to stop, amen, minister inside the church. Amen. Pride would cause, try to cause, amen, 
a halt on the hand of God. Pride would, would, would try to stop the, a movement of God, not only inside the church, but in different people's lives. Pride would, try, would cause people to, to look at them instead of looking at God. And that's one of the fevers, amen, that a, a person feel today. And God said he shared his glory with no man. In other words, we know that it's God that does the healing. We know that it's God that does the miracle. And we know that it's God that does the, the restoration. We know that it's God that opened blind eyes and deaf ears. We know that it's God that changed the inward man. Hallelujah. Unto a, to a light that shining bright in the dark. Hallelujah. But we thank God today. We thank God today so we know that there's a fever that's trying to attack the body. It may be your body. Amen. It may try to bring on different, it may get to the point where it bring on different diseases, you know, different diseases. Hallelujah. It, from mental unto sickness, a high blood pressure, whatever, sugar, diabetes. Amen. Sometimes these sickness set in through what the devil had planted in order to destroy the saints of God and those that's not saved. The devil don't care who he killed, but mostly he wants to stop the, the saints of God. Amen. Because the Bible said that the church, hallelujah, that the church is is the power. In other words, it represents the powerhouse of Christ. That the devil should not prevail against the church of God, against the since Christ, the Messiah, that the anointing of God, the devil shall not prevail, hallelujah, against the church. But sometimes when sickness set in, or creeped in some way, sometimes people misinterpret scriptures in order so they can keep on practicing, practicing sin. They just take one scripture, or one part of the scripture, and just use it for they can continue sin instead of seeing what the whole paragraph or what the what the what those the paragraph the paragraphs before it and after it was saying they take that one paragraph hallelujah and and use it amen for they can keep on seeing it and say God knows my heart yes God knows your heart hallelujah but when you your heart is corrupt and stony and lost the love of God. Hallelujah. My Bible said that the axe is at the root of the tree. Hallelujah. Jesus tried trying to warn the Father and tell the Father, let, let, let it go on another year, Lord. Let it go, I, let it go on. God, but Jesus told them, let, another year, Lord. I, I put something around it, Lord. I, I try to nourish it up. I try to put some strength in it. And a lot of people don't want the strength of the Lord, amen, to encourage somebody else when they are down. And this is what it's all about, not only to encourage, amen, not only to minister unto another individual, amen, but let the power of God flow through us that they will be healed and delivered in Jesus Christ. So at this time, let's go into a word of prayer. 
Father, Lord, I just want to thank you, Lord, for your purpose, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord, for your great plan, Lord, of salvation and to redeem men back unto you, Lord. Father, I want to thank you, Lord God, for how you are saving souls, Lord, how you save my soul, Lord. I want to thank you for how you renew my soul, our soul, every day, Lord. How you give us a different revelation of your word. How you give us a, a different depth of understanding of your word. Father, we see that these devices, these little foxes, Lord, these infections that the devil try to bring in to, to rob out, Lord, the, the works and the, the signs of the, the gifts of the Spirit, Lord, on the inside of the church. How he's trying to steal prophecy, Lord. How he's trying to steal tongues and interpretation of tongues, Lord, out of the church, Lord God. Father, well, how he's trying to how he's trying to steal, Lord God, healing and miracles and faith, Lord, out of the church and discerning a spirit, Lord God, and prophecy and the wisdom of God, Lord, and, and, and the knowledge of God, the gift of knowledge of God inside the church, Lord God. We see the tactics, Lord, what he's trying to do by putting infection, Lord, in the hearts of the believer, Lord God. Father, this day, Lord, we stand, Lord. Satan, we see your device. We see your trickery. We see your lie, and we come against you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. come against you right now in the name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of the Lamb that washed away all sin. And I thank God for the blood. Even in Joel, the last verse in the third chapter of Joel, Joel said that he washed he washes the blood. He washes the blood. And I thank you for washing the blood, Lord God. I thank you for washing away all past, Lord. Generation curses, Lord. I thank you for washing away, Lord, all hurt and pains and misery, Lord, that we've been through in our life, Lord God. And I thank you for making all things new, Lord, through Jesus Christ, Lord. I thank you for abundant life, Lord, abundant living, Lord, that you place on the inside of me, that I, I want nothing but you, Lord, and that you will provide for your people, Lord. As you said, you say it's going to be added on, added on, hallelujah, as we seek your kingdom and righteousness, Lord God, it be added on. So we don't have to pray for money. We don't have to pray for clothes. We don't have to pray for food, Lord. For you said that you will provide for us, Lord God. As long as we are pleasing you, Lord. How do I worship you, Lord, in spirit and truth? And we thank you for accepting, Lord, our prayers, Lord. Forgive us for all our sins and all our wrongdoing, Lord. Everything that the devil continues to try to keep planted in our mind, in our heart, in our spirit, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, that we want nothing but you, Lord. Because you the one that prosperous, Lord. You the one that heals us, Lord God. Father, you said that all that we have is yours. We're not lusting after these things, Lord. But we need these things, Lord God. 
so that we can bring forth you. Father, we want our body healed, Lord God, so we can be strong soldiers, Lord, so we can be strong warriors, Lord, for your kingdom, Lord. We want our mind healed, Lord God, for we can think the right things per pertaining unto your kingdom, the heavenly thoughts, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for the boldness that you put on inside of us, Lord, the shaking and the awakening that you put in our spirit and the quickening in our spirit, Lord God. Father, we thank you for Hallelujah Cold, for being alive, for setting the fire, Lord, a burning in our soul, Lord. We thank you for the fellowship we I enjoy. We enjoy the fellowship of your God. And I worship, I worship you, Lord, for the deliverance of your people, Lord. You said they shall be delivered. All them that call upon your name, Lord. Father, Lord, we call upon the name of Jesus, Lord. Because he is the name above every name. His name is above every power, every demon, every king, every president. And we thank you, Father, Lord, for our Redeemer cometh. And we thank you, Father, for walking and talking with us, Lord. And we thank you for giving us a life, Lord, that's pleasing unto you, Lord. We're going to let you lead us, guide us, and teach us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, Father.